Welcome to the Excel in Retirement Show, where financial planning becomes understandable. Your host, David C. Treese, is a licensed financial advisor who specializes in retirement income planning. Do you know where your income will come from in retirement? David helps people know where their paychecks will come from in retirement. David's desire for each of his clients is to have financial confidence, protection, and growth. We believe this is achievable with the right plan in place. Together, we'll build a plan specific to your financial goals. We work with clients from all over, and we'd love to connect with you. Go to clientsexcel.com to connect with us. If you'd like to speak with us, call our office at 864-641-7955. Thanks for listening. Now to the show. Okay, welcome back to episode 67 of the Excel in Retirement show. My name is David Treese, and as always, we appreciate you listening to our show. If you'd ever like to reach out, we'd love to talk to you. I love hearing feedback from our listeners about the show. In news that will make you do a double take, the Wall Street Journal reported last week that Robert Kaplan, a guy who sits on the board of the Federal Reserve, made multiple million-dollar-plus stock trades in 2020. Now, the Federal Reserve is a group of non-elected regulators who help determine what our interest rates will be and whether the government should create currency to buy government bonds to stimulate the economy. This is very important to understand because it affects everyone's purchasing power. If you have any dollar bills in your bank account, this affects your ability to what you can buy with those dollar bills. Right now, the government is purchasing 120 billion, billion with a B, dollars worth of bonds per month. This is a huge number. This is referred to as quantitative easing. This is a tax that never has to pass Congress because it lessens the value of the money we hold. The government uses this to lessen the felt impact of financial problems today at the expense of feeling the impact in the future. So it's like kicking the can down the road, in my opinion. Thomas Sowell, an economist, says inflation is a quiet but effective way for the government to transfer resources from the people to itself without raising taxes. The officials like Kaplan are required to file public disclosures, and his filings indicate that he was trading the trading that he was doing represented at least $27 million. Now, that's quite conceivable. He was with Goldman Sachs as a, as a vice president, I believe, before he joined the Fed. But his actions are nothing out of the ordinary. Past board members have operated similarly, but it just makes me scratch my head and think, should people who stand to directly benefit from the Fed's decisions get to have a say in the Fed's decisions? Last year, the government was buying bonds issued by Apple, amongst other companies. Kaplan's disclosures indicate that he was trading Apple stock. Do you see what's going on here? If there was ever an ethically gray area, this is surely it. And I will link to the articles that I'm referencing in the show notes. If you ever turn on CNBC, you may have seen a bald guy wearing a tie commenting on the stock market. His name is Jim Cramer. He's a pretty loud guy. He's normally very bullish on the stock market. But last week, he began blowing the alarm whistle. He sees multiple reasons to be worried about the stock market this month. Now, it is September of 2021 as I record this. 
His first reason for pause is large publicly traded companies like Sherwin-Williams and other home builders are issuing guidance that states they may not meet their projected returns, the, the projected return results that they had projected due to supply chain problems and rapidly rising material cost. So we're seeing this across industry, supply chain problems with getting products from A to B and rising material cost. The second issue he sees is the Federal Reserve is under mounting pressure to try to curb inflation. Their bullet to do this is increasing interest rates, of course, but this may cause a slowdown in the economy or volatility in the markets. We saw this in 2018 when the Fed tried to raise interest rates. The markets got really volatile and people were coming into my office after uh, or reaching out to me that were very upset after they had seen uh Big swings in their accounts, not the accounts that we manage, but from other advisors. They were coming into our office and saying, why am I having all this fluctuation? Help me do something about it. Then Kramer goes on. Then we have the Whopper spending bill making its way through Congress. Our politicians seem to think we can spend our way to economic prosperity. This is called Keynesian economics. So a $3.5 trillion spending bill has been moving through the process of Congress. The moderate Democrat senator from West Virginia, Joe Manchin, came out over the weekend stating that he would not support the massive spending bill. This may cause the bill to have revisions and a more scaled down version may be passed. But Kramer thinks if the original bill is passed, it may create more jobs. But there are already 10 million open jobs in the U.S., so wages would have to go up to attract help. When companies are having to spend more on workers, that means their stock prices go down. They are not as profitable. This is common sense, I think. The next issue Kramer alluded to or or pointed out, I should say, is Taiwan produces semiconductors which in layman's terms, best I can figure out, are electronic components found in many things like computers and smartphones. China is threatening Taiwan's independence and could disrupt the world's supply of these parts. We're, as the world, very dependent on Taiwan's production of these components. Kramer sees this as a potential issue for global manufacturers. Now, Kramer concluded, and I quote, Here's the bottom line. At the end of the day, I think we can deal with any of these issues, but not all at once, at least not without lower stock prices. And lower stock prices is what September is all about. Now, as you may know, the fall tends to be when a lot of volatility happens in the markets, September and October. So be on the lookout. Bloomberg News wasn't far behind CNBC in reporting that top banks came out with with a nervous message about the stock market. Deutsche Bank's Goldman Sachs, Morgan Stanley, Citigroup, and Bank of America all weighed in that the stock market is vulnerable to a pullback. And I quote from the article, Valuations are at historical extremes. Stocks have rallied nonstop for seven months. Haven't you seen that in the news Record after record, the economy looks soft and the Federal Reserve is preparing to taper stimulus. In the article I'll link to in the show notes, you can read about each of the bank's outlooks and their exact comments of what they've said. So the Federal Reserve is under a lot of pressure to begin tapering some of that $120 billion of bonds. And so they float these ideas out well before their meetings 
And so the thought process is in November, they may begin tapering, but we shall see. From the Wall Street Journal, the analyst cautious outlook for U.S. stocks presents a contrast to the so-called TINA or there is no alternative motto that has dominated investors outlook for most of or much of the past year. So basically, they're saying that there is no alternative to the overvalued stock market because yields, the article goes on, because yields on other assets such as bonds have been so low. Many investors have justified their continuous bullish positioning in stocks. And now I could I could go off on a tangent here. Maybe I will. You know, the balanced portfolio theory came about in the mid 90s, which said uh, a person in retirement should have about 60, 50 to 60 percent of their money in equities and and 50, 40 to 50 percent in bonds. And so if you only took out four percent of your money per year, this was back in the 90s, mid 90s. If you only took out four percent of your money per year, you stood a pretty good likelihood of not running out of money. The only problem now is that bonds are not paying what they were in the mid-90s, so this rule no longer works. And so what has happened, and I see it in people when they bring their account statements into my office from other advisors, they've gone all in on the equity positions and taken on more risk because how in the world can an advisor that only has that one tool in their toolbox, equities, uh Put all of, put any money in bonds and not have it produce. I have people that I'm talking to right now that their advisors have bonds in their portfolio and they're upset that they're not making any more money on their money as they should be. There's alternatives to this, but for whatever reason, some advisors will not use those alternatives. So the article continues. Accommodative monetary policy from the Federal Reserve has provided a continuous boost for equities this year. As as has the lure of big investment returns from a swath of companies ranging from meme stocks. Now we're talking about AMC and GameStop and so forth to COVID-19 beneficiaries. And so the Federal Reserve's policies have benefited the overall market in this swath of companies, these meme stocks and so forth. And we saw tons of people when they were bored last year opening account accounts at Robinhood and other robo-advisors and putting money into the market and causing things to happen that have not previously happened. The point is, though, is there are alternatives that retirees can utilize to lessen the impact of market pullbacks. Please understand that if you understand nothing else that I have said so far. There are alternatives that retirees can utilize to lessen the impact of market pullbacks. Are you getting sucked into the market at what may be its top? Or have you allocated your savings in such a way to minimize the downside risk? I think this makes a lot of sense in retirement to mitigate against big risk in retirement if you're using your money to live on, especially, or if you may need it in your lifetime. If you're aggressively allocated right now, just imagine the person at the casino table in Las Vegas. Have you ever walked through a casino in Las Vegas? If you ever stay at a at a hotel on the on the strip in Las Vegas, you've had to walk through a casino to get to your room. Just imagine that the guy sitting there at the crap tables or, or whatever game it is, pushing all of his chips towards the center of the table. That's where we are with the market right now. The S&P 500 doesn't get to close at 54 record highs this year without a major risk of a dramatic pullback. 
Do you know how much risk you have in your accounts? If we do nothing else for you, I would be happy to show you what risk you have in your accounts from a third-party software company that we use that reports this, and I will send it to you so that you can be informed and make good decisions that you are knowledgeable about. If you'd like to take us up on this risk report, just send us an email. You can email us at connect at clientsexcel.com, or you can call our office at 864-641-7955. I appreciate you listening. I value your time and appreciate you spending it here with us today. Hope you have a wonderful day, and please check us out next week for another show. Investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management, LLC. AE Wealth Management and Clients Excel are not affiliated companies. Investing involves risk, including potential loss of principal. Any reference to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying abilities of the insuring carrier. This podcast is intended for informational purposes only. It's not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet particular needs of an individual situation. Clients Excel is not permitted to offer, and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by Clients Excel. The use of logos and or trademarks of podcast hosting sites are the property of their respective owners and are not an endorsement by those owners of our firm or our program.